the Momentary in Bentonville, Arkansas, it's E-Town, with this week's guests, from Hickman, Kentucky, S.G. Goodman, from the group Pedalude Forward, Kenny Williams, and originally from Tucson, the masters of border music, Calexico. I'm Helen Forster, right now, join me in welcoming Nick Forster. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Helen. Welcome to E-Town. We are back here at the Momentary. Um, happy to be back here. Some of you may remember that this is the former huge processed cheese plant that has been converted to gallery space and a black box theater and a couple performance spaces and a hip bar on the roof. Very cool adaptive reuse of an old building. And uh, we think that, you know, processed cheese to art is progress. We, <laughs> we are happy about that. Um, we have uh, some great guests this week. We've got uh, S.G. Goodman is here from rural Kentucky. She's a great singer and songwriter and guitar player. Uh, we're going to learn about a local group that's helping to bring bicycles to folks who couldn't afford them. Uh, and up first, of course, is a band that has been exploring new ways of making emotional connections uh, through music for decades. Joey Burns and John Convertino have been playing music together for a long time, I think a little more than 30 years since 1990. They've been in bands like Giant Sand and Friends of Dean Martinez, and they also became kind of a instant rhythm section for a bunch of different artists along the way. They formed Calexico in Tucson, and uh, Helen called them Masters of Border Music, which I love. They kind of peer over the walls of different uh, cultures and, and places and find common ground and music and celebration. Their latest record is called El Mirador, and they're here to play some songs from that and from other records, too. Really happy to have them back. Would you please help me welcome back to E-Town, Calexico. <laughs> And the summer 
so happy to be back here. Thank you so much for having us. This next song is called Harness the Wind, and it's off the newest album, El Mirador.
Joey Burns, Calexico co-founder, along with John Convertino. I want to ask you, you guys look good, sound good, everything, you got a new record, your touring seems unchanged in some ways, but you just went through this crazy shutdown pandemic period. How did, how did you fare? Well, you know, I think we did okay. I mean, it took a little time. I had just moved out of Tucson during the beginning of the pandemic with my family up to Boise, Idaho. And uh, one of the things that was sort of unusual is that in contacting one another, uh, Sergio Mendoza decided to build a home studio out of a couple of um, shipping containers in his backyard. So it was really fun getting to go back and get my first taco and yeah. reunite with my buddies. <laughs> um, and you mentioned uh, Sergio. He had a much bigger role in this record. Uh, El Mirador is your new, yeah. your new record. And Sergio and John, really. I, I came to Tucson with only one musical idea. And I wanted John and Sergio and anyone else to really like bring ideas and new perspectives. You've worked with producers before. You've worked with other in other studios, recorded with a bunch of other people. Mm -hmm. um, this probably felt a little more um, like a happy medium between being in-house and having that extra outside energy. Yeah. You know, where do you go after a big break like we've all been living is you start over, right? You kind of go back home to your roots, to your friends. And so that's what we did. And... And I thought that the approach that everyone brought was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, we tend to write in the studio, so we like to have a lot of time, a lot of days and nights, just to be open and free. That's very old-fashioned. Yeah. That's a very old-fashioned music business thing. And m many of you may know that in, back in the, uh, in the 70s, record companies would hand bands giant chunks of money to go and spend months in the studio to write and be creative. And uh, in some cases, it worked. But in this case, you've got that luxury because the band has the space that you can be creative and record in. It was awesome. I mean, I uh, try to write songs by myself, but they yeah. just don't sound any good. <laughs> I need John, Sergio, Brian. I need a lot of Hey, there's, uh, there friends. was Lennon, Lennon and McCartney for a reason, right? That was, yeah. it's, it's, it works better. Um, I know that, that you are touring a lot in Europe. You've got a whole sort of a different career arc in Europe than you do in the States. Um, some bands that have similar um, sort of diverse ingredients also get involved with film work are you guys doing any of that stuff yeah we have we've touched a couple films over the course of the last 20 years just little bits here and there and some tv shows um and it's great when they just take a song of yours and they place it in a movie because you don't have to do anything yes my you band say, uh, yes my bluegrass band hot rise was lucky enough to have a song in a movie it was the remake of the blob <laughs> that I think seven people watched and uh, the royalty checks never came but it was a song in a movie <laughs> it's, it's hey you never know you never might know might be Blob you never Part know. 3 and then they'll go back and revisit Blob <laughs> um, so I do want to you know Helen called you guys masters of border music and I like that phrase but it's a funny time we find ourselves in where the borders represent I guess scary stuff more than you know curious stuff because I know your whole career has been based on looking beyond your natural community and finding other ways to be inspired musically by other people from different cultures. Yeah. The idea of a border is imposed, but not the cultural impact, the, the environment, the, the wildlife, the air, the water. Sorry. But, but I guess what I'm saying is that there is, a, there is a moment where we find ourselves sort of nationally divided. Uh, that came later. That's now. I mean, it's, it's kind of now, but aren't you guys done with that? Really? Yeah. I mean, like... Coffee. Let's get together, have coffee. Let's find those common grounds, right? Yeah. And, uh, Literally, yeah. And I think through <laughs> good food, 
there's really good coffee here in this town. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a good influence, right? Yeah. Um, again, I just applaud your curiosity and the, and the perseverance and the camaraderie that you exhibit on stage and, and the infectious nature of what you do that we all get to benefit from. Yeah. You know, I just want to touch on one thing because um, nowadays there is a bit of um, sort of a questioning authenticity or, you know, cultural appropriation. And from the get-go, John and I have been very supportive of and, and really honoring a lot of the traditions that we are influenced by. And so again, on this record, I really wanted to bring in Sergio's voice, literally, in Spanish, in Espanol, as well as some others like Jacob Valenzuela and some of our friends from the mariachi community. So I really kind of want to celebrate all that is Tucson, which is very open-minded, very curious, and positive. And I just felt like after having lived through a lot of, um, you know, kind of animosity and diversity, it's like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's put on the brakes. Let's just get everyone back together in a way. All of us, not just a band, but a community, a planet, and focus on the essentials. Yeah. Well, good, good job. And, and yeah, may, it, uh, may it spread that message of love and belonging yeah. as far as possible. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Joey. So glad to hear, so hear from to you. you. Always good to hang out with you guys. Welcome back, if you would, Calexico. Thank you so much. We'd like to invite Helen up here to sing with us. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, resonates for me thematically over the years, especially living in the low desert in Arizona, is the, the theme of water. So this song is called, fittingly, Sunken Waltz. Dreamed 
you all so much. That's Calexico. Joey Burns, John Convertino, Sergio Mendoza, Brian Lopez, Helen Forster singing harmony. Your new record is called El Mirado. They'll be back later on in the show. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by Visit Bentonville, celebrating the historic town square, the miles of bike trails, and the city's commitment to both the visual and the performing arts. More information is available at visitbentonville.com. And by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. You're listening to E-Town. We're going to have more music from Calexico before too long, and um, we've got another great singer and songwriter from Kentucky with us. S.G. Goodman is here. She'll be out in just a little while. Right now, I want to tell you about bicycles. I'm a lucky guy in that back in Boulder, I get to ride my bike more than I drive a car, and it's partly because just the logistics of where we live and the fact that we live in a town that's super bike-friendly, and I'm a guy who can afford a bike or two and keep them maintained. And here in Bentonville, there is a whole other level of bicycle intensity. Miles and miles of trails. Uh, people are talking about the mountain biking in Bentonville all over the country. There's lots of bike shops and bike innovations and bicycles selling for thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, and not everybody can access that whole scene. And there's a real downside when that happens, especially for young people. There's a group here in Bentonville that is called Pedal It Forward. They're trying to bridge that gap and to uh, help people who can't afford a bicycle find one. Their founder and executive director, Kenny Williams, is here today. So please uh, help me welcome to the E-Town stage from Pedal It Forward, Kenny Williams. Kenny, welcome. Hello. Good Thank to see you, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so uh, Pedal It Forward, tell me about um, how it started. It was actually started in about 2014 by a group of locals who simply wanted to get together during the holidays to give some bicycles away. Yeah. They just asked their neighbors, and they gathered about 40 bicycles, fixed them up in their garage, and gave them away that year. And that's how the snowball started. Yeah, and how did they figure out who to give the bikes to? That's where we're a little bit unique. So what Pedal It Forward started doing is we started actually identifying other nonprofits in Northwest Arkansas, be it a homeless shelter, be it the Boys and Girls Club, any organization who serves people already. And then we told those organizations, let us give you bikes to further benefit your population. Did that population always recognize that they needed a bike? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, many, I don't think, knew what they were missing. Sometimes just the ability to get outside and go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah let, let's talk about what a bike represents for people who are kind of experiencing that for the first time. Two major things. One is transportation. 
as Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas become increasingly accessible by bike, it becomes more important that those people who need to use a bike to get around can use one. And then, like you said, freedom, fun, yeah. exercise. Yeah. I would guess everybody here today probably has an experience from their childhood where they felt freedom on a bicycle. We believe everybody deserves that feeling. Yeah. If there's somebody who's transitioning from homelessness to some shelter, some permanent residence, that doesn't necessarily come with income. That comes with a roof over their head. And I imagine that a bicycle could really change their experience. The way a lot of programs work, in order to continue receiving support, you have to find a job. And it's a chicken and an egg scenario. Because if you can only walk a mile, two miles to yeah. get to work, severely limits the jobs you can get. Yeah. So we, we love opening up somebody's world to seven, eight, ten miles to get that job. Yeah. Tell us a story about somebody for whom uh, getting a bike has really made a difference. We gave an e-bike uh, away to a veteran who had struggled with addiction and homelessness. And this veteran was stable, but he was unable to get out and just enjoy the sunshine. And so not only were we able to allow him to do that, but he also ended up bringing food, clothing, and a tent down to some of the homeless population because of the fact that he could travel so easily on this e-bike. And he, he wrote us a nice story about how his mobility had blessed other people's lives and how it was just, he felt the snowball. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, it's a profound impact. And I think in some cases it probably allows people to think about health and even diet or um, just overall welfare and exercise and stuff like that in a new way. Absolutely. We have an incredible infrastructure that's growing every day. Yeah. If you can connect the people with the bicycles, they have a free of charge infrastructure that can change their entire life. So there's some, some educational component to this as well, where you're getting out there and helping people understand the opportunity and understand the impact. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This is just what you're doing here in a couple of towns here in Northwest Arkansas. You're in Rogers and Bentonville and sneaking around into some other communities, right? We serve all of Northwest Arkansas and Washington, Benton counties, and then bleed out as necessary. Uh, yeah. And um, you're, you're repurposing, uh, much like the old Velveeta cheese factory that we're sitting in right now, you're repurposing stuff that would otherwise just lay fallow in somebody's garage or go to the dump. You'd be amazed at how many mid-90s mountain bikes there are buried in people's garages <laughs> that have thousands and thousands of good miles left on them. Yeah. Yeah, we well, want listen, those. It's, uh, it's good work on so many fronts, and I appreciate the effort you're doing. If people want to learn more, see pictures, or donate a bike, or uh, direct some donated bikes in, the, in a good direction, is there a website they can check out? Absolutely. Pedalitforward.org. That's such a good website. Thank you. You, you. you scored. You got a good one. <laughs> we did. Pedalitforward.org. Well, cool. Well, Kenny, thank you so much for sharing what you're up to and spreading the word about the way to recycle and repurpose these bikes and making a real difference. Thanks for having me, Nick. Yeah, man. Pedal it forward. Kenny Williams, executive director. Thank you. Pedalitforward.org if you want to learn more. Um, Calexico is going to be back, play some more music in a little while. And uh, right now I want to tell you about our next guest. S.G. Goodman grew up in rural Kentucky, way western Kentucky, pretty much right on the Mississippi River. Her dad was a farmer. Her family was pretty conservative. She has been uh, writing songs 
that connect us to that landscape and that place, the things she's seen and lived through, uh, the culture she grew up in through her eyes. She collaborated with Jim James from My Morning Jacket on her first record, and uh, that record came out in 2020, just as the world was shutting down, and she's just released her, her uh, latest record about a year ago, it's called Teeth Marks, came out, I guess, last June. And um, she's just getting all kinds of deserved attention. She's traveling, she's gone to Europe, she's played a bunch of festivals, and she's here with us for her first visit to E-Town. Please help me welcome to E-Town, S.G. Goodman. I saw Calexico introducing their band, but I can't do that because I don't know these people, you know. <laughs> I wanted to thank you, boys.
Thanks to the best backing band ever.
Thank you. S.G. Goodman here at E-Town. That's such a cool sound. I love your singing. I love the way your guitar sounds. And that song, I think it's just maybe the, the openness of just you being solo and playing guitar that just makes me feel that heartbreak in, oh, in that you. last one. Title song to your newest record. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> kind of leaving it all out there, leaving it staying open. It's cool. Um, I, if you don't mind, I just want to kind of ask questions about your, your growing up and stuff. So yeah. your, your dad's farm was, was there way, way western Kentucky? Yeah, my family still farms in western Kentucky and western Tennessee. So it's still going on. But as far as growing up in that lifestyle, I'll say... You know, a lot of people these days are thinking about homesteading and having their little <laughs> patch of ground. And as somebody who grew up picking acres of sweet corn and going out and getting poison ivy from picking up driftwood when the river went down, you know, think long and hard about those dreams, <laughs> you know? But You wrote some cool stuff. I read in, a, in an interview, you said, Kentucky and the South are both beautiful and complicated. That goes to the people, the land, the way of life. We've, we've seen a lot of good people tending to the wounds we've left open for so long, and it's time we give them some attention. Does that still make sense to you? It, I mean, it, it does. I, I, I couldn't tell you where you dug that up from, but I know what I was trying to say. You know, my family's very conservative, and they vote in the way that you would imagine a conservative person would. So we differ on a lot of things, but I love them. Um, you know, going to college or traveling, you meet people who want to say they don't understand why people think the way they do. And the truth is that I feel like I can make sense of that yeah. and level with them on where people are coming from, you know, the conditioning of rural places in the South, you know, through isolation, I think comes some really normal things, which is if you're not in front of somebody different, then it you might be suspect of them. So I think there's some things about isolation in rural communities that one should expect, but not necessarily bind people to. Yeah. Well, I love that you're looking at all the stuff and you're, you've got your eyes wide open. You're not afraid to write about what you see, whether that's the struggles, the wounds, uh, opioid challenges. You, uh, you talk about the dollar store as a kind of symbol for uh, that kind of rural isolation a little bit, I guess. Certain belief systems and, and kind of stereotypes that come with certain socioeconomic symbols, like yeah. the dollar store, yeah. I don't think are of, fair. Yeah, represents a kind of bias. Yeah. It represents a bias, so I, I do, you know... Whatever. Yeah. Hey, listen, I don't mean to be too uh, serious about all this stuff. You're, you're making music and, and bringing people together around poetry. And I just think it's cool to get to know you a little bit and, and hear you sing. And um, I think it must be a little surprising because your first record came out when you couldn't really do anything to promote it and nobody could really discover it, although people mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. uh, Rolling Stone magazine was writing about it and celebrating it. Mm -hmm. This must feel different now this last year or so. You got a record you can actually do something about. 
It's been a lot of fun. And, and um, you know, everybody had different experiences in the pandemic, and I had some hard times, but mostly I loved being at home, <laughs> you know. And I, I got used to being at home with my animals a little bit. Yeah. So every time I come off the road, because I immediately went out to touring after the world kind of opened back up, every time I come home, my mind and body think I'm going back into the pandemic. So you really <laughs> shut down. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot like, of okay. artists, a lot yeah. of artists will talk about that, yeah. about how, you know, they're having a really hard time going back out because when their brain comes home, there's some signal that goes off like go to the store and get a bunch of bags of rice, you know, we might be here a while, you know, <laughs> but yeah. And, um, and I'm sure that you're having some experiences that you didn't expect, like playing on stages with people that you looked up to when you were coming up and travel to some places. What's, what's some cool places you got into that you thought, man, I never thought I'd see this. Oh man, I'm a terrible musician. I don't remember half of the rooms I play in. I kind of have tunnel vision, you know. I'm so nervous about playing in front of people. I'll tell you one place. This is something I always tell people. One of my favorite places that I've been able to play that I really remember was uh, the Horseshoe Tavern in Canada, of all places. And that was really special for me. That's cool. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Well, you can add E-Town to your list of stuff you'll forget about soon. (laughs) Where am I? Meanwhile... Meanwhile, we're happy you're here. <laughs> we got some more music to play. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, let's make a little more music. Welcome back, if you would, S.G. Goodman from Murray, Kentucky.
That's S.G. Goodman. Murray Kentucky along with E-Tones, Christian Teal, Adam Bodine, Kevin Johnson. The record's called Teeth Marks. And uh, she'll be back at the very end of the show. S.G. Goodman, great singer and songwriter. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. By the way, as a reminder for your viewing pleasure, there are over 2,000 videos on the E-Town YouTube channel, where you can also subscribe, in order to stay up to date with our latest video offerings. And we want to give special thanks to Scott King and Mike Abb from the Runway Group and Joe Thompson and the entire team here at The Momentary. You are listening to E-Town. Nick Forster, you are listening to E-Town. I want to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like KPUP Rockin' the Border in Patagonia, Arizona, on WMKY in Moorhead, Kentucky, and on KBSU Boise State Public Radio in Boise, Idaho. As always, if you want some more information about any of the things we're up to at E-Town, there's lots of stuff online at etown.org. Uh, you can see all those things that Helen was talking about, the videos, podcasts, all that stuff. Um, okay, we are still here in Northwest Arkansas, and as S.G. Goodman helped us understand the uh, complexity and the depth and the beauty of the southern part of the U.S., all the stuff, we got all the stuff. Um, colleges, art museums, dollar stores, beauty, poverty, this corner of Arkansas, like everywhere, uh, it's got lots of kindness and generosity, creativity, and art that kind of bubbles up through the geology of what this land is like. Anyway, we're glad to be here. Glad you could be with us. We are uh, getting to know this place and getting to know this particular theater, and uh, we like it. So thanks for coming. Right now, would you please help me welcome back to the stage, Calexico. So while we're recording this new record, we had a couple of ideas rolling around. Some of them, you work to the bone. You keep working and working on them, reinventing them, redoing them, different tempos, different interpretations. And it was a beautiful collaboration. So thank you, Sergio. And thank you, John and Brian. Um, let's see what happens.
some stuff in low Things are stuck inside my skin mm, Can't find the poison And now I'm stuck in low Fangs are stuck inside my skin Mexico as Joey Burns, John Convertino on the drums, Sergio Mendoza on the keys and the backing vocals, Brian Lopez, electric guitar and vocals along with Kevin Johnson on the bass. 
Calexico. Her latest record is called El Mirado. We've got time for one more song. I want to thank all our guests this week. Thank everybody for being a part of E-Town. I want to thank S.G. Goodman for coming down from Murray, Kentucky to be a part of this. Thanks to our interview guest, Kenny Williams, from Pedal It Forward, doing great things about recycling bicycles, sharing them with people in need. Thanks to the E-Tones and Helen Forster. Thanks to Calexico. We've been talking about borders and things that divide us, things we can learn by leaning over the fence a little bit. Here's a song that Willie Nelson covered and Elton John and Bernie Taupin wrote. It's called The Border Song. Seemed like the right one to wrap things up for this show. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town.
S.G. Goodman. Calexico. The Etons and Helen, thank you all so much for being here. Thanks so much for welcoming Etown back to Benville one more time. This is a production of Etown. There you have it, Etown on the road in Bentonville. Thanks to Calexico and S.G. Goodman. Thanks to Pedal It Forward and Kenny Williams and all the folks here at The Momentary. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.